This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello, everyone, and welcome. This is Jennifer Rizzio, founder and spiritual director of Soul Language and Soul to Business. And this is Ask and Answered by Soul. This podcast is dedicated to providing you with the tangible tools to embody your divinity and create a life based on freedom. Each podcast is focused on a topic that will guide you to listening and utilizing your essential nature. During each show, I ask an expert three key questions so you can understand that you're not alone on this journey, that your soul is the key to forming a life full of abundance, purpose, and passion. The goal of each interview is for you to take away a practice that you can do right now to change your life and understand what assistance is out there in the universe to support you. And I am very excited today because we're talking to Tina Dietz about how to be a star. Tina, did I say your last name right? You did. Yay! So Tina is an award-winning and international acclaimed speaker, audiobook publisher, podcast producer, and vocal leadership expert whose work and shows have been featured on media outlets, including ABC, NBC, CBS, The Wall Street Journal, Chicago Tribune, Inc., and Forbes. Lots of mouthfill there. Amazing. <laughs> She's been named one of the top podcasters for entrepreneurs by Inc.com. And Tina's company, Twin Flame Studio, reimagines thought leadership through podcasting and audiobooks for experts, executives, and founders. Her current podcast, Drink from the Well, reaches more than 300,000 listeners eager to drink her entertaining leadership elixir on the most important topics topics leaders and teams are dealing with in the workplace. Welcome, Tina. Thank you, Jennifer. You're so welcome. So I'm going to start with my first question, which is, what has mm-hmm. your soul shared with you throughout your journey? Oh, man, uh, I know this is a short show. So, maybe... <laughs> <laughs> um, but what my soul has persistently shared with me throughout my journey, and I haven't always listened, but I have gotten to be a better listener, the more experience and wisdom that I've gained. But primarily, the thing that I have heard is to go in the direction of the most joy, the most flow, and the most ease, even when it seemed counterintuitive. And just to be clear, I don't mean go in the direction of the couch, necessarily. <laughs> Although though sometimes the couch is included. Yeah. It's just that even right now with podcasting and audiobooks, our audiobook division is growing rapidly and it always has. There's a sense of ease and flow to it. Podcasting being a young industry has so much tumultuous energy. So we've just decided let's lean into the ease and flow of audiobooks and let podcasting kind of do its teenage thing and just keep an eye on it, but go in the direction of the most ease and flow and joy. That sounds like a brilliant plan. I love ease and flow and joy. And, you know, I think that people are born 
with this spotlight in their soul, this desire to be out in front. And I think it's a soulful gift. I think where people get all hung up is like, oh my God, I want to be famous. Oh my God, I want to, you know, be in the spotlight. And they think it's ego driven. It's only ego driven when you're utilizing it to fill a hole, right? If you're utilized, right? If you're utilizing it because you're being led, being guided, I think besides accepting that that is your soulful nature, there are opportunities and things. There are ways to kind of polish our star in a way that's easy and joyful. What do you suggest as someone who's really kind of tuning into their voice, tuning into their leadership platform to support that knowing and allowing themselves to be in the spotlight? We always want to be perfect on the first try. (laughs) I've been talking all day with people and I have not been perfect once today. (laughs) No, right. It's, uh, I screwed up a hundred times today in little ways and big ways. I'll screw up a hundred times tomorrow, but you know, it's like the old proverb goes fall down seven times, get up eight. Right. And Mm -hmm. we always worry that people are looking at us in a certain way. The phenomena generally starts in adolescence And a lot of times we never get over that. So if the more collaborative you can be in developing your voice and encouraging of others to develop their voice simultaneously, giving people room and grace for experimentation in in improv, we call it the principle of yes and. And I have said many times that if we could bring the type of acceptance and yes anding to the world that exists in an improv class, the world would transform in very, very short time because it creates such an enormous sense of belonging and freedom and experimentation. And that's what we need when we're developing our voices. And we never stop developing our voices. So agreed. we it forever. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> and the yes and also allows you to connect to a bigger place of wholeness and completeness, right? You're not creating division. You're not creating this conflict within or externally. And it really allows you to create a true collaboration, not just with the humans, but with yourself, your soul, and whatever you call divinity. I I love your answer. So what big questions have you been asking yourself lately? Because I have a feeling you're a big question girl. I, I, I'm a big question woman. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Right. Um, big questions I've been asking myself have been surrounding the nature of success and what does it mean to be successful and to have enough? It's some of the questions I've been asking myself. Another question I've been asking myself is how much ease is it possible to have this ease and flow notion, how much ease and flow is it actually possible to have? And is it as simple, didn't say easy, is it as simple as truly sinking in and allowing ourselves to be nurtured and taken care of by whatever we call the divine and following the illuminated breadcrumbs that we see possible that bring us joy, that give us those little aha moments and that lead us as we go. I've been giving up a lot of goal setting in the last couple of years. And you never would have been able to tell me that a couple of years ago that I would give up goal setting. 
But at this stage that I'm at in my life and my career, being present focused, very, very in the moment has been more deeply fulfilling and more productive than trying to forecast out more than six or eight months in advance. Yeah. You, you said a lot there in, in a lot of amazing ways. Um, I think so often, you know, that we're taught in order to achieve what we want, we must strive for it. We must make a plan. We must be dedicated. We must be consistent. And yes, the universe likes consistency, but you can do good noise pollution that has nothing to say that I want four new clients by the end of next week, right? That, you know, it's really, when I always say, when you pray, you're going to pray big, right? Freedom, joy, happiness, and then allow the, those illuminations, those breadcrumbs to lead you towards there. I think people, when they're, they want to be a star or they want to be in the spotlight can get so hung up around being a star or being a spotlight or what that means. And they're not really present to all of the opportunities or everything that has, has given them a voice and has given them influence. So how, what would you say to someone who's really interested in really understanding and recognizing their influence Can you say that one more time? Sure. What would you say to someone who's interested in understanding and recognizing their influence? First of all, you need to be clear on your definition of influence. If it means the number of social media followers you have, that's one kind of influence. We have over 300,000 social media followers. Does this give me some sort of powers or open doors for me or anything like that? Not in our particular case. It does give me a beautiful network, and I love knowing that our message is reaching people. But I believe that true influence is when you can have an impact on people, and it can be one person, it could be 10 people, it could be your industry, your circle. And I think it's in developing your voice, one of the things that's most important is to understand not just what you're saying, but where it's coming from. And the analogy I like to use is that if your physical voice is the instrument, your internal voices are the music that you're playing. And you need to be very aware of what that internal music is. Because when you broadcast it, people hear all kinds of things. So the more aligned you can be between your inner and outer voices, the more powerful you become, the more influential you become, and the more effective you become. Yeah. That's how you become a virtuoso. Beautifully put. The moment that I was like, I don't like I'm I have spotlight in my soul. And the moment that I was like, I am a freaking rock star, like all of these new things started happening. I wasn't watching the pot to boil. I had already declared it in the universe bent towards my will. And I think it's really important that you do align your voice and your vision. I think so often we can tell when people's voice and vision are off, when their inner and their outer is is not in alignment. And having a platform, you deciding what that platform is and really stepping to it and accepting it with everything you have allows you to 
to speak and people lean in, you know, so often a client will go, okay, so I heard you in my head today. And, you know, I hear that a lot. And I hear, I heard your voice and I'm not really sure why I'm supposed to meet with you, but I'm supposed to meet with you. And I think that's because I have no choice but to be aligned with my voice and vision, right? Based on my soul languages and based who I am. And when I'm off, my life sucks, right? And so that's my own practice. And I think it's important for people who want to be a star to embrace a practice that works for them and really be dedicated with it. So when you're helping people create an audiobook, what are some of the the hurdles that people go through um that that they're unaware of yeah there's there's two or three that really stand out when somebody's creating an audiobook that they don't know they're going to experience we suggest very very strongly that our clients read their audio or read their book out loud before they come and record it because yeah, you're going to have some reactions. You're like, what did I really say? You're going to have some reactions. It's usually, Oh my God, what the hell am I talking about? Or did I say that? That was really brilliant. Exactly. Either case though, it's very distracting. Yeah. When you're looking to be present, you're always like, Oh, all of a sudden you're seeing outside of yourself. That's one thing. Uh, the second thing is that they're unfamiliar with how much energy it takes to read an audiobook, have it not sound read, right. and to read it accurately, but with all of the inflection that you want it to have. Yep. Uh, it it is a it's not like public speaking, it's not like podcasting, it is its own set of skills. And one of the things our, our authors love is they come away with a new skill set. Not that they're necessarily going to go and narrate another book, but it enhances everything they speak, do. Everything yeah. else. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've, I, I recently read in my book, you know, that's not your effing purpose. And I, and I, the first time I went through it, like, cause you know, I'm a perfectionist. The first time I went through it, I was like, are you kidding me? what the hell does that mean? Why are we even using that? That should be changed. Maybe I should be right. I was like, you know, and I know from years of working in, in PR and and training people for TV and radio, like you got to up the volume. Like you might think you sound like, I'm like, imagine Richard Simmons do that. Right. You know, Uh, right. Because people often think they're being like so passionate, but there's a filter that comes through energetically right and especially when you're reading you know it's not like this where you just talk like you know there has to be an engagement and you really have to engage with that copy and you want to speak to that person's listening and sometimes if you're in your own stuff you're not going to be able to do that so how do people get more of your goodness where do they find you they can find me at twinflamesstudios.com. It's all plural. So twinflamesstudios.com. And if you Google Tina Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, I am the first result on Google. So you can I love find that. me on social media platforms everywhere. I love that. I am the first result on Jennifer. I am Rizio. the first. Yes. Right. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot. There's not a lot of them. If you Google Eurizio, we are all related. Um. 
So what do you want people to take away from our conversation today? I'd like people to really understand that becoming a star isn't really a matter of becoming someone you're not. It's about leaning into your own gifts. You're already made of stardust physically, for real. The iron in our blood is billions of years old, made from the cores of stars. So if you want to polish that star, you really just need to be willing to align that inner and outer voice and go on the journey with others to enjoy it as much as possible. I love that. Thank you so much for today. My last question is, if you were a magnet on whatever you call your higher powers refrigerator, what would Tina's magnet say? My magnet would say, why don't you just go and give it a try? Nice. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for sharing your wisdom today. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Me too. Thanks, Jennifer. You're welcome. This has been Ask and Answered by Soul. This podcast is dedicated to helping you understand that your soul is the answer. If you're interested in learning more about your soul and your purpose, you can access your free guide at themythsofpurpose.com. Please feel free to share this podcast with your community, leave a comment or contact me directly. But most importantly, reach out to these experts because you're not going to be sorry. All right, everyone. Bye for now. Welcome to the Candle Power Hour. Come with us backstage behind the scenes of show business spanning over four decades and bringing you the experiences that can only be told by the people who were there. Our guests are from the A-list, the F-list, and everyone in between. Get set for some of the most insane, hilarious, and inspiring stories you will ever hear. I'm Mercury. And I'm Diego. Your host for the The Candle Candle Power Power Hour. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for Season 2 of the Wanna Bet Podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that Season 2 starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wanna Bet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. So no more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric acid.